welcome to another episode of Polished Gems with your host, Jacinta Martin. Join me as we rediscover our shine by learning how to rebuild with the nine fruits of God's Spirit. Hello and welcome to another episode of Polished Gems. Here is where we talk about how we can develop and improve ourselves with the nine fruits of God's Spirit. I am your host, Jacinta Martin. I am the creator of the blog, Fruitful Gems, as well as this podcast, um, Polished Gems. I'm also an author and a real estate agent in the state of Georgia. So guys, thank you for joining me and tuning in for another episode. Tonight is a great night. We are talking about love again. So let's jump right into the blog topic that we're discussing. It's how to love God's way, a heavenly father's love for the prodigal. So what prompted me, here's a brief description about why I felt led to even write this blog. When God first presented to me with the idea about writing about a love series, Yes, it's a part of the fruit of the spirit, I know, but he wanted me to share how to love his way. I must admit that I was terrified, guys. I felt disqualified to even really speak on this subject because truthfully and honestly, I believed I had to fully live out first how to love God's way in my personal life and what loving God's way was supposed to look like. As I wrestled back and forth in my mind about uh, whether I could really share anything of substance on this uh, subject matter, the Holy Spirit lovingly reminded me that I had asked him to teach me. It was this request, which included surrendering my thoughts of what I thought love was, and which has actually permitted God to show me what I need to know. So I started this series about talking about filial love. And if you have not listened to this one about um, brotherly, sisterly love, I suggest you definitely go back and listen to the podcast that I did about that. And which is basically um, a great way to get started in understanding more and more about love. But tonight we're going to talk about a different type of love. Tonight's topic of love um, is actually going to be about agape love. Now, I know many people have heard of agape love, but I definitely want to take tonight to share with you what I've learned and discovered about it myself. So out of all the definitions of love, this is definitely one that I've heard people mention the most. It is often said that it is due to um, demonstrating this type of love that God showed when he first sent, um, when he sent his son Jesus to earth. I have even heard of agape love being spoken about as the highest form of love because of its charity definition. Now, the word charity in this sense is not a sense of a voluntarily giving help to someone or something, but actually one of unconditional love. The Holy Spirit showed me that the same love is also demonstrated between God and his love for us. So let me show you how. 
we're going to actually go to the story of in the Bible of the prodigal son, which is actually found in the book of Luke chapter 15, verse 11 through 32. Now, this story talks about um, two different two sons um, of the same father. One son was younger that asked his father if he could get his estate share or his inheritance because he desired to leave his father's house. The oldest son actually ended up staying home, working in the field and helping his father out. Many of us have heard of this story before, but I encourage you to still go back and read it. The part that the Holy Spirit wanted me to understand the most out of this story, especially when it comes to love, was um, it didn't come to me until I actually read a follow-up book called um, called Abba, Experience God as Father and Redeem Your Failure, Hurt, and Pain by Matthew L. Stevens the third, uh, Stevenson III. In the book Abba, on page 202, Matthew L. Stevenson III says this, If we choose to leave him, talking about God, Abba is such a good father that he is still waiting with open arms, waiting for us so we so he can love us, so he can clothe us and celebrate us as sons and daughters, just as the father did for the first son, talking about the prodigal son. Um, I mean, talking about Jesus. He is also a good father. That for those of us who have been believers of Jesus Christ for a long time, but have found ourselves outside with orphan hearts, he is also standing with open arms, ready to receive us, love us, clothe us, and celebrate us as sons and daughters, as the father desired to do for the second son. So forgive me, I did have that incorrect. Let me mention, so the first son as the prodigal son, and even for the second son of the prodigal um, son story, right? So this quote here really had me in shock and awe because of the revelation that came with it. The revelation that came with it was this, and that he mentioned. He said, an orphan heart comes from feeling fatherless and like we don't belong to anyone. So let's examine what that has to do with agape love the definition of an orphan which we are familiar with is of course a child with no parents still the meaning i want to draw your attention to is one who is deprived of some protection or advantage which can be found in merriam webster's dictionary when we feel fatherless by our natural fathers um, this can also become a part of our mindset that we portray onto our Heavenly Father, meaning God. Then we begin to produce an orphan heart and spirit and mind, one which is led by a spirit of independence and desire for control, which can also be found in Dr. Matthew L. Stevenson, the third book, Abba, on page 200. So this quote that I'm quoting you, it helped to explain why the youngest son, the one that left, wanted so badly to leave. He desired independence and control over his life. So the reason why I was uh, so into 
talking about the prodigal son story is because my story is very similar to the prodigal son because at 18 years old I actually told God I did not want to live for him anymore and I and want to stop doing things his way now I grew up <laughs> in church and personally had a relationship with God that was developing and growing and I chose to throw that all away because I believed that his method for living was not working for me. I thought at that moment that living for God was really a waste of time and that I was getting nowhere fast in life. So I left and I lived my life just as a prodigal son. I lived a life, one that ended up being full of destruction, um, heartache, and even pain. I had moments where I thought about coming back to God and asking him to receive me back but really had a hard time doing so because to be quite honest I felt shame and such a weight of shame and guilt that I felt from leaving in the first place it was not until God spoke to me and presented me with the opportunity and with the choice to actually come back to him that I truly accepted him again but the interesting thing also about me is God even mentioned when I said all that and actually told him I was leaving, he told me he would wait on me. So I bring that up as a point so that you understand the unconditional love that God has for us. Despite the shame, despite the guilt that you might be going through or you might be experiencing, thinking you're too dirty to come back or thinking you're too dirty to ever step foot into his presence. Take it from someone who has done different things under the sun, who has been in a place where a lot of, where I've experienced shame, guilt, condemnation, all of it. I felt the weight of those things and felt like God would never receive me with open arms again. So if this is you, and for those of you who actually have a prodigal journey or maybe even never set foot in the church, never really got to know God at all personally, right? I want to let you know that God still loves you. He desires um, for you to feel protected, especially for the prodigal ones, for the ones that left because they didn't feel protected. He wants you to know that he desires for you to feel protected, share the advantages that he possesses, such as his wisdom, his protection, his love, his joy, his peace, patience, his goodness, his self-control, his kindness, his faithfulness, his gentleness, and so much more. As Abba, as God, our Heavenly Father, wants us to experience his agape love because as we grow to accept it and to receive it from a son and daughter vantage point, then we can even learn how to share this love with others. One of the things I want you to consider is this. God is a father whose identity is not reflective of, of our earthly parents. God is multifaceted and truly has a heart for his sons and daughters. I have some questions that I definitely want you to take time to consider and spend time in prayer. Speak aloud the questions that I'm getting ready to say and even write them down if you would like. Um, lastly, Ask God to reveal the answers to you. Make sure to keep a record of them. 
whether that be in your phone, whether that be you writing it down. So here's question number one that I want you to ask God. God, how, how consistent should our communication be to help me grow to see you as Abba Father? So I'm going to read that again. Question one. God, how consistent should our communication be to help me grow to see you as Abba Father? Question two. God, which Bible verse today do I need to meditate on to renew my mind to learn who you are as my Abba Father? I'm going to read question two again. God, which Bible verse today do I need to meditate on to renew my mind to learn who you are as my Abba Father? Let's go on to question three. God, what is one thing I can do today to help increase my trust in you? I'm going to read question three one more last time. God, what is one thing I can do today to help increase my trust in you? So, I'm going to leave you with some final thoughts. That last question that talked about trust. The reason why we want to ask God about trust, trust and love go hand in hand, right? If you look at your relationships now, if you look at um, any loving relationship that you've defined as love, you'll notice there's a level of trust. The more and more you trusted a person, the more and more you felt love from them. So the reason why I want you to ask that within question three of God is so that you can understand where your level of trust is. Trust issues play a part in how we love or do not love, <laughs> actually. So to be able to even receive it, if you have trust issues, there are things that you have not yet dealt with or have gotten over or past that can play a role in how much you are open to receiving and moving forward in love. The other thing I want to leave you uh, thoughts with was the other two questions. The reason why um, in question two I want you to, um, to ask God about which Bible verse to meditate on is because he will give you one that is necessary for whatever you're going through when it comes to receiving agape love or any love for that matter or any area of your life in particular. There's typically a verse in the Bible that you can meditate on that will help to change your mindset when it comes to love. And especially if you're actively seeking, God is willing to open up to share that with you. Okay. And question one about how consistent should our communication be? The reason why I call it communication instead of prayer or meditation is because that's exactly what it is. I could have used those words, but I wanted communication because communication could have been different things. It doesn't necessarily mean being in prayer. It might be also be mean worship. It might be mean um, uh, different types of things and allow God to expand on that. So you could even ask follow-up questions to all of my questions so that you can get even more specific details about how God wants you to do the communication, right? It's in those follow-up questions that you develop in a relationship. Because think about it. 
even when it comes to loving of uh, of a spouse or a partner, we go into loving that person by asking questions. What do you do for a living? Um, you know, do you have children? This, that, and the third. It is in those questions that as we continue to ask questions, we get to know a little bit more about them. We must do the same with God. We must ask um, him questions so that we can develop a deeper relationship with him. And one, even one more thought, when it comes to agape love, we have the example of Jesus walking and talking to God as his son here when he was here on earth. When we also accept that Jesus died and rose again to take his place beside God in heaven, then we too get to take on the benefits of being seen as God's children. Accepting um, this concept opens the door for us to walk and talk with God along with the opportunity to experience the unconditional agape love with him as Abba, our Heavenly Father. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Polished Gems. I pray that this teaching session has been a blessing to you. If it has, let me know. Feel free to leave me a comment. Feel free to subscribe. And um, I look forward to talking to you guys on another evening. Have a wonderful night. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Polished Gems. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, head over to FruitfulGems.com. That's F-R-U-I-T-F-U-L-J-E-M-S.com and become a part of our family to receive your free guide, Discovering Your Worth Through the Fruit of God's Spirit. Until next time.